0: You are listening to an Art Gallery of Ontario podcast. AGO Talks are recorded live in the gallery and feature artists, writers, and curators exploring how art shapes and inspires us. Please visit us online at agionet slash talks. I've been asked to say a few words about how my poem came about, how the, the painting took me inside itself and decided um, to have me write a poem on it. And of course, it was one of those gallery tours uh, that Kelly took me on. And I was convinced I'd found uh, a painting I wanted to write about. Uh, it was one of the, the Lady of Shalott paintings. I don't think Kelly was quite convinced. Uh, so she said, Well, let's, let's walk around and, and see a little bit more. And we walked by uh, Christopher Pratt's painting, Porch Light or rather she walked by it, I couldn't walk by it without stopping and and staring and realizing that that was the painting that I wanted to write about. Uh, It has an extraordinarily magnetic quality to it and this is where uh, Kelly's devotion comes in. Uh, Shortly after I spent my visits here looking at the the painting and uh, putting my poem together, the AGO decided to put it away Uh, so it's now in storage and uh, I thought what am I going to do and Kelly volunteered to copy it Um, so that's the copy uh, and it's a a superb copy Uh, I I was wondering what I would do so I thought well maybe I'll just photocopy and pass it around and you can see the result of that right here Photography is, is, comes from uh, two Greek words, one of them meaning light and one of them meaning writing with, and there's just no light here. And the same was true of um, all the reproductions that I found in books of, of um, Pratt's painting. They left out the light. Most of all, they couldn't get the colors right. And what's, what's a wonderful, delicate peach color uh, to the sky in Pratt's work comes out as a bilious yellow in, in uh, virtually all the reproductions that I've seen. So I'm immensely grateful to Kelly for giving us this um, close approximation of Pratt's painting. Pratt, of course, I'd, I'd known about as as somebody um, who dealt with um, who used. Architecture, architecture as, as providing uh, a contrast to the desolation of the, the Newfoundland Avalon Peninsula, um, where he comes from, where he still lives, and where um, the human presence seems something very fragile and fleeting. So those simple clabbered houses anchor that presence. I was intrigued, I think. The painting called to me for more reasons than that, though. I started looking at, at um, the nature of this house and its, its uninviting door. Uh, doors, doors usually open a way in. This one just seems so completely hermetically sealed off. Uh, and that's what got me going on the painting. Um, uh, after seeing it for the first time I came back and spent about three hours making notes on it looking and looking and thinking about what I was looking at and one of my notes says closed house, no access even to the source of the light but it keeps us at night it gives us a center it prevents our becoming lost in the undifferentiated dark and then um, an inspiration that really got me going this is what we use the past for, an anchorage. And the, the house seemed a kind of container for the past. And it seemed more and more to be in great contrast to what's just marginalized in the painting on one side, the sea and the sky, uh, both of them reaching out to us, the sea especially uh, opening out its its fists of water to us um, calling us to um, something beyond the past um, and then the poem came and the poem um, poem is the first thing I've done in rhyme in years and years and it seemed to require the rhyme uh, to get a sense of the tightly-closed quality of Pratt's house. So my poem is called Sure House. It is what you always wished it to be, a past safer than dreams. Beyond that wall, fruit sits unperishing in a bowl. Chairs on their four legs around the table halt like enchanted ponies and the mirror's waters will never be ruffled. You see none of this, for the wall is windowless, and the shutters of its clabbered siding sleep tight. The door's handle may beckon you, but if you ever gripped that flat white ring, paint has sealed the door so seamlessly to sill and frame no crevice would give access even to a shadow. Nor can you reach the source of the porch light above the door, though it stares straight at you. Bare frosted bulb, moon ever full, it follows no orbit, but burns unwavering all night under the flighty heavens. They now glow pale peach beside the house, above the sea. Beyond the painter's grasp, a great red circle will eclipse his moon, and rolling on, erase the ruled geometries of fine penciled clabbered slats. Blanked with glare, the wall will face a light that, looked at straight, would burn you blind. Turn your eye to the sea instead. Mark how wave lines near the house mirror the slat lines but soon farther from shore break free of rules. Rectangles stretch and pucker in a vine-like weave that still farther out unravels into random blue and peach satin threads. The horizon shears off. Tattered fabric of scattered mirrors the sea reaches into you reminds you how it brought you here before your walled past, how its white salt runs through the red of your veins, how you too are, when most awake, unhoused, your lights unfixed. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Art Gallery of Ontario podcast. For additional recordings, as well as information on upcoming programming and events, please visit us online at agio.net slash talks.